Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. Uh, over the next five weeks, we're going to be talking all about Google Apps for languages. Um, first and foremost, I want to just get out of the way. Uh, we won't be doing one of the episodes on Google Translate. And I'm just going to give you a quick take, my take on it right now. Uh, Google Translate is a great tool. With that said it has a lot of work that needs to be done. You know, we, we all know that languages really need to be translated and interpreted by humans. With that said, Google Translate gets better and better and better and better and better all the time because they get their translations from documents that have been translated by humans. And they also take suggestions, which is great. They also have another couple of good features where you can, I, I actually really like the, the, the app, the voice thing where you can kind of, you know, have a semi conversation, quasi conversation. Again, not, not a reliable communication tool, but when you're in a pinch, you need to look something up. It's really useful. And you can actually add those words to your own personal dictionary. So, um, I like it, but you know, to be used, uh, with caution, really is what I'll say. And of course you can use it in tandem with all the apps that we're talking about, that we're gonna talk about over the next five weeks. So this week I, I really wanted to focus on documents. So I love Google Docs. I love Google Docs a little bit more all the time. Even though I'm a Mac user and I like pages and I love all the Mac apps, Google Docs has some really unique and interesting features. They have all these different templates and you can actually do quite a bit with it, colors and fonts and and for a free tool, it's really pretty fantastic. So I wanted to share five ways that any language learner or teacher can use this tool to really help in languages, help you with on your journey or your students' journeys. So the very first way are vocab or task journals. So we talked about, we just talked about Google Translate, taking things that you get from your book or from Google Translate and putting them in a Google Doc is a great way to keep track of vocabulary, right? Words that you, that you don't know um, and that you wanna look up. And perhaps you'll do this by theme, which is really quite logical, maybe, fruits or body parts or places in a city, for example. Um, but what I really like to do for vocab journals are something called task journals. So I like looking at vocabulary in a thematic sort of way. I think that's that can be really helpful for review. But for communicating, task journals are far more effective and useful. And essentially, a task journal is 
you are writing down all the vocabulary you need to fulfill a certain task. So a task can be something as simple as greeting someone, and it can be as complicated as giving a speech to accept the Nobel Prize, right? It's what you need to do, really practical side of languages. And I really like task journals because you can get all the chunks of language that you need and you've got it all right there on one page and then you can use it to study and to do things with. So for example, uh, let's say your task is going to the doctors and talking about a specific thing that's bothering you. Well, write down everything that you need, all the chunks. I need, um, I've been feeling, I would like more information, for example. So really, really great stuff. The next way that I'd like to talk about using it is for fluency journals. And fluency journals are a great exercise. And if you're a beginner, you probably need a lot of help. And this is where Google Docs really comes really, really useful. So Google Docs has a lot of built-in dictionaries. And as you're typing, and you need to look up words, they're really, they're really easy to find. And again, you know, using that, the skepticism that you should with Google Translate um, to, for it to be really useful, uh, use that. So essentially, for fluency journaling, which is a little different than task journaling, you're going to pick a topic and you're going to write about it. And I really like to do this, you know, sort of in a notebook, hand to brain. But if you're a beginner in a language, Google Docs is a great place to do this. So you might say, talk about your family and just give yourself some time. I usually like to time them, you know, seven minutes, 10 minutes. If you're working with students, I would definitely give them a time limit, keep it short. Um, you know, if you're at that novice A level, words and phrases, and, and as you start creating with language, you start you know making sentences and paragraphs. These are gonna become a lot longer, these fluency journals. But they're really great because you're testing yourself what you know. So let's go back to that task about tell me about your family. Well, that's that's fairly precise, but it's also very broad, right? You can talk about how many people are in your family, who lives in your family. You can describe the different people in your family. You can talk about the different relationships in your family. If you are you know, intermediate looking to become advanced, you can talk about the history of your family. And you're able to use those tools to look up what you don't know right away. And then later on, Google will know that you were writing in that language and you can use the spelling and language check. And it won't pick up everything. Again, it's not as smart as a human, but it really, really, really will help, um, help build your fluency. And you can use some add-ons like easy accents if, you, if you're working on a language that has diacritical marks, it'll pick up that language you can add or different, um, they call it easy accents, but there's actually lots of different languages on there, uh, which aren't always so easy to do in Google Docs, but you want a, a simple way to add symbols or um, characters that are different than are used in English, that's a great place to go. And lastly, I wanted to talk about collaborative projects. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna 
give you a couple of different takes on this activity because you can do this as a learner, obviously, and it, it translates really beautifully if you teach languages or, or if you're working with a, any group of people. So essentially, I really like to practice with native speakers on italki. It really is, it, it accelerates your skills. I'm sure there's other sites out there like italki, but I've yet to find them and I'm really happy with italki, so I, I would have no reason really to look. But essentially you take a Google Doc and you prepare some questions. This is really great if you're a beginner and you're scared of talking to somebody on italki or you really want to you know, dig deep into an aspect of culture, write down the questions in a Google Doc and, and use the things, the tools that, that we talked about before. So spell check and easy accents to, to correct it. And then you have a list of questions to ask your italki tutor, which by the way, they'll be prepared. You don't need to prepare anything, but I really like to do this for fast fluency. So you prepare your questions and if you're scared to talk, you can even copy and paste them in the chat box when you're video conferencing with them. But the beautiful thing about this is that it's research-based. So it's it's like that, you know, input-output, right? So, and this is the key to fast progress. So so to, to, to be able to make your own sentences in a, any language, you have to know enough words, right? And phrases. And I know that sounds obvious, but that's the difference between novice and intermediate or A and B, right? When you can start creating with language, you've hit the B level. And it can be really scary to, to try to get there. And this is a tool that can help you do it really quickly because you're going to take these questions that you've prepared. So it's a bit artificial in that way, but you're going to learn a lot of vocabulary as you're preparing the questions. So it could be really about anything. Anything you want to learn about, you know, I would start with something really simple like biography, you know, what's your name, where do you live, how old are you, etc. And what's going to happen is you're going to get your practice, right? This is learning acquisition as well. This is, this is Dr. Stephen Krashen. You're going to get your practice by saying the questions. You're going to say the questions to them, right? That's your, you're doing your learning, right? Which is the really deliberate stuff that we do to learn a language. And the, the tutors are going to respond back to you and it's going to be a native speaker. You're going to get all of this language that you can acquire, right? And that's that, that, that language that's naturally going to, going to really stick with you. And if you record it, which I always do, you can listen to it later. Now, if you're doing this with students, you know, I would say, depending on the size of your class, divide up, give everyone a certain amount of questions and do it on a, a collaborative Google Doc. So you can, everybody can, you know, whatever the theme is, everybody has a certain amount of questions. You do all the editing and everybody's involved in all the editing and then you print it out and you've got, you have a great listening activity. And so everyone's asking questions and everybody's taking notes. And then after, for the things they miss, you can re-ask questions or people can collaborate. It is really, 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 really effective and fun way to have um, linguistic and cultural immersion without being an expert and, and with having a lot of support. What am I going to say? Well, you're going to say what was prepared on the Google Doc. And I think this is a, if you have any kind of network of, of learners, I think it's the questions are, 
are a great thing to share, right? So if you've got, you know, other people learning French, for example, you can all trade questions. So I, I wish you uh, great success and I hope that you find these activities to learn languages with Google Docs very effective. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Five Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here and visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash reallifelanguageblog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.